This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine the Finish, and I'm degree this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning, morning, Happy Triumph Tuesday, Yvonne. Good morning to you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Same to you. God bless you. Happy Triumph Triumph Tuesday. This is Prosperous Pam. Hi, Sister Farina and family. Good morning to you, Prosper Pam. How are you? How is mom? Uh, she's well. Just if please keep her lifted. Um, yeah, she had to go to the hospital for some food poisoning or something. So we're trying to get her back on the mend. So um, okay. But thank you for asking. God is good. Oh, you welcome. You welcome. So, anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Tuesday. And Good morning, have Sister a great day. Hey, hey. You too. Good morning, Sister Lisa. I have a prayer request. Could you pray for my niece, Kamika? She's trying to, she lives in L.A. She's trying to move into a smaller place. So keep her in prayer. And what's your name, what's your name again? Her name is Kamika. And she's looking for a place? She's looking for the downside to a smaller place. She has a two-bedroom. She's trying to get a one-bedroom right now. They said he could purchase a house (laughs) in the pen. Okay. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning, (laughs) Sister Tracy, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. I have a testimony this morning. I just want to say um, thank you all for your continuous prayers. Today makes one year that I've been at Delta Airlines. It's my anniversary. Okay, congratulations. congratulations. And who is this? Good morning. Top of the morning. This is Sister Sabrina. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everyone. God bless you all. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Good morning. Who Good morning. Is that was Sister Tracy. That was Sister Tracy. You were asking oh, who that was. For that oh, okay. Report. Okay. Great. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Good morning, good morning, sunshine, and good morning, Juanita. Good morning to you both. Happy trying for Tuesday. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Patsy. Patsy, good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday. Same to you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I just love it this morning. Everybody saying good morning. 
anyone else, any men, any first-time callers, want to say good morning? Love to hear your sound. Glory to God. Praise you, Father God. Hallelujah. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is from Anna Finish, and I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, sis. This is JC. Happy Tuesday. Happy for Tuesday, JC. Good morning to you. Hey, can I just put in a quick prayer? Just really quick, sweetie. Um, this is okay, this is for my, my boyfriend Smokey. Um, he's his his left eye is starting to get really hazy and he really can't see out of it. So we just praying that, you know, there's something that the doctor can give him to cure that and he's not going blind in that eye. I really appreciate it and I trust God. In Jesus' name. Okay. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Let me get situated here. <laughs> Hello, my name is Charina the Finisher, and I'm the greeted this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer card and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of July where a monthly theme is entitled Purpose. Each declare will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific pur- purpose and what benefits and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite a friend so you can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teachings from Pastor LaBear Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. Okay, I have two prayer requests um, submitted online, and it's from Swanita. Let me read it to you. The first one is, please pray for Diane Whitaker, whose husband drowned in a boating accident while fishing. Please pray for her. Um, um, The second one is from Swanita. Please continue to pray for Sue Nathan, who is doing better, but still in critical condition from an accident. Thank you. Complete healing, please. Please continue to pray for uh, Prosper's Pam Mom. Um, the next one is Sister Lisa. Her niece, Kamita, is looking for a one-bedroom um, home. I have a prayer uh, praise report from Tracy. Uh, testimony, she's been working at one year uh, from Delta Airlines. Congratulations, Tracy. And the last one is from JC, praying for her boyfriend, Smokey, his left eye. Pray for complete healing in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Rochelle. 
declaration is Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Rochelle. Declaration is Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people from its own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it's ready to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word with share. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. We prepare our hearts. We come to the throne of grace just to rest in his presence. Father, Not only did you keep us, but you kept us 
in our dwelling places, oh God. You kept our family members, oh God. Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. We come this day in trusting in our works unto you, oh God. Lord, for you know the plans will work out well because we do everything. We try our best to do everything that you ask. But, Lord, you are so kind that you know that we stumble and fall sometimes, but you're still there with your hands stretched out. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you. Hallelujah. As we uh, submit ourselves, oh, God, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is our reasonable service. Lord, we go beyond reasonable because you are worth it and you count us worthy, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are Adonai, that you are El Shaddai, that you are El Shema, that you are Jehovah. Hmm. that you are Jehovah Nisi, that you are Jehovah Mikadesh, that you are everything that we need. There is no name that we can describe that doesn't describe who you are and what you've been to us, oh God, our true and faithful God, never failing, always there. If you can please put your phone on mute, he's worth your reverence. So, Lord, we thank you again. Even with the distractions, Lord, we still find our eyes fixed on you, seeking your face, O oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name. Lord, we worship you today. Hallelujah. Because we reverence your name, O oh God. But for you who fear my name and with all filled reverence, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go forth and leap joyfully like calves from the star, Malachi 4 and 2. Thank you for your healing power, O oh God. You were wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our sins, not just ours, but ours, the sins of our families and our family members, oh God. You committed no sin, but yet you took on the sin of the world. And Lord, by your stripes, we are healed. So Lord, we thank you for your healing virtue, your healing power, the healing bread, oh God, for your children, for Pam's mom, continued healing in every area of her life. We thank you, O oh God, for uh, Sue Nathan, O oh God, and her healing from the accident, O oh God. Lord, we thank you that you're touching every affirmity, O oh God, that was inflicted uh, in the accident, O oh God. We thank you. Lord, I ask that you uh, send comfort to Diane Whitaker, O oh God, who lost her husband, oh God, and drowning, oh God. Lord, send her people that will comfort and support her, oh God, in her loss. Lord, we know that you are a God that wouldn't allow us to be sad, that you are the peace that surpasses all understanding. 
We know that to be true, oh God. Lord, we thank you for Tracy and her one-year anniversary of her job at Delta. Lord, thank you that you do all things well, oh God. Thank you, oh God, that we see healing virtue coming to Smokey, oh God, not just in his left eye, but anything else that seems to try to be out of whack, oh God. We call for healing right now in his left eye, oh God. Lord, I thank you for the healing of our children, oh God. Lord, I thank you for the healing of my mighty warrior puppy, Teddy, oh God. Lord, your word says signs and wonders will follow those who believe. Lord, I believe you and I thank you for his healing. I thank you, oh God, that you are high and lifted up and your train fills the temple, oh God. Let everything confess God's plan. Let today, let your confession be that I am healed by his stripes. Confess that for the ones that can't confess it for themselves. Cry out to the Lord and know that he hears you and he will do just as you ask. Numbers 14 and 28. If he hear it, he will do the very thing that he heard you say. So, Lord, we cry out for every family member our friends, our co-workers, our roommates, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our spouses, yep, our cat, dogs, turtles, rabbits, whatever you've given us dominion over and guardianship, Lord, we call them out and we give them to you, O oh God. We know that you are a just God, that you are a true God. Lord, we praise you and we don't forget how kind you are to us. You forgive our sins, O oh God, and heal our illnesses. You save us from the grave and surround us with your loving kindness and tender mercies. Bless and affectionately praise you, Lord, O oh, our soul. And we do not forget any of the benefits. Who forgives our sins? Who heals our diseases? Who redeems our life from the pit? Who crowns us lavishly with loving kindness and tender mercy? Who satisfies our years with good things? that our youth will be renewed like the soaring eagle, Psalms 103, 2 through 5. Lord, sharpen our spiritual discernment today, O oh God. Help us to see the enemy afar off. Help us to see his tricks, O oh God, whether they're new tricks or he tried to recycle them, God. Lord, let us be able to see him, O oh God, and know his game plan and use your strategies, O oh God to cut down every scheme, plot, plunder, and device, O oh God. Lord, that he will be cut off at the head, O oh God. Hmm, Lord, we thank you. We expose the enemy today. We call him out and we expose him today, that he will have nothing to do with anything that we got going on, because God's purpose in us is for us to be great to be conquerors, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you that the blood of Jesus is over us, O oh God, that you cover our mind, our body, our emotions, our will. Lord, we apply the blood today to our physical, to our mental status, to our emotional status, to our spiritual status, O oh God. We apply the blood because we know that the blood still works. Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you, O oh God, for our jobs and our dwelling places. We thank you for the things that you have given us, transportation to get around. Lord, we don't take it lightly. 
and we don't boast about those things because they're gifts. And, and Lord, we thank you that we have the ability to have these things, that you allow your children, oh God. Hmm. Lord, I bless your name. I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this place, declare victory, where we can get up and offer our first fruits unto you, O oh God. Lord, that we don't get on this line routinely, O oh God, but we come, Lord, with expectation. We come with the need and we leave field, declaring victory in every area of our lives, O oh God. So, Lord, with that being said, as we've come to this line, O oh God, Lord, we come and we bring our petitions with thanksgiving, Lord, and we come and let you know how good and great you are, and we thank you in advance for the things that we will go through today, the things that we will conquer today, the things that we'll be able to speak the goodness and spread the good news of the gospel and tell someone how good you are, oh God, that you are not a respecter of person, oh God, that you love us all, that you reign on the just and the unjust, oh God, hmm. that you went to Calvary for us all. We make it personal, but Lord, we know that you did a world work, oh God. So, Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you, oh God, as we begin to come off mute and petition the Lord and thank him in advance for things he's done, things he's doing, and the things that he'll continue to do. We will bless his name. Thank you, Hallelujah. For answering prayers, even prayers that you have verbally, oh God. But Lord, we thank you that you are tired that you I'm 
Hallelujah, Lord, as you heard our petitions today, O God. Lord, we glorify you, O God. Our decree and declare today, we decree that we are healed today. That is our confession, Lord, that we will walk upright, O God, that we will walk heavy, that we, hallelujah, will proclaim, O God, that we will smile, that we'll be able to see beyond what we see in the natural. So, Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you. For your good and your holy word. Lord, Lord, as as Beverly comes, oh God, and she comes and brings a word from you, oh God, I ask that you bless her and bless her family, oh God. Bless Bernice that had to uh, travel to work early this morning, oh God, but our hearts, hallelujah, Lord, continue just to go before her in all that she does. Lord, thank you for the word. I ask that our hearts be prepared. Hallelujah, that we receive, oh God. We don't just come and sit at the table and dine and walk away uh, unselfishly, but we will take and apply what has been served this morning, oh God, and use it as nourishment, oh God, and search the word out from this moment on. So, Lord, we bless your holy name and we thank you as I pass the call. Good morning, praise God. Um, thank you, everyone who has, uh, has, you know, given up their first fruits and come to bless the name of the Lord and hear a message from Him. I um, want to thank our hostess, who is uh, amazingly dedicated to doing what she does, and also. Thank you, my little sister, Rochelle, for um, your dedication as well. You, um, well, it just, it's a blessing to uh, have you, you know, in in our lives. We just thank you as being a, someone who is in the background always and working it out one way or the other. Um, Purpose. Purpose. Um, first of all, 
God, I just ask that you allow me to um, use, I ask that you use me, Father God, so that I may be able to deliver your message in the name of Jesus. Um, Deliver your message and leave me out of it. I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Purpose. Amen. Purpose, purpose, purpose. Um, And I have the subtopic of watch God do it. I'm going to be coming from Joel 2, 25 through 27. Joel 2, 25 through 27. I pray that you all have paper and pen so you could take notes and then go back later and uh, review this um, on your own. Joel 2, 25 through 27. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. I'm going to read that one more time. Uh, and hopefully you'll get a little bit more understanding. He says in Joel 2, 25 through 27, I will restore and I will be at peace to you the years that the locust, that the swarm, has eaten the canker worm, which is the young locust, early stages of development, and the caterpillar, which is a ravenger, and the palmer worm, a devourer. My great army, the strength force, which I sent among you, and ye shall eat plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed, and ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall not be ashamed. My people shall never be disappointed. We must admit, as chosen vessels of God, that Jehovah Jireh, God our provider, is in the blessing business of restoring lives. In fact, it's the enemy of the believer's faith, which in the personality of Christ, he has come to kill and destroy. The devil is busy, and because of his mischievous ways, many today have lost jobs, family members, health, and lots of other things, both material and immaterial. Oftentimes in situations like this, it seems like God has not only abandoned us, but in addition has also alienated us. But rest assured that this is not the case. I believe that there are seasons that we all go through in this life. There are times in our lives when it seems like everything is going amazingly well. We are financially secure. We are successful. And our family members are fine. And then there are other times when the sky above us is darker than a thousand midnights. And unforgettable. And it seems like the trials of life are eternal. In fact, everything that could go wrong seems to go wrong. The car breaks down, the bills can't be paid, and the children are acting a fool. And our relationship, which 
started off like Little House on the Prairie now seems to be like a nightmare on Elm Street. My goodness gracious. <laughs> God has sent a word of comfort that you're not the only one going through life's ups and downs. The patriarch Job had suffered the loss of children, livestock, home, his home, and even his own flesh was stricken by Satan. His wife even mocked him and said that he might as well curse God and die. In other words, he wasn't a man of God, but Job chose to continue to believe and have faith in spite of what was happening around him. As we know, everything was restored back to him. Job, in the end, received double for his trouble. And he now had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. And God blessed him to blossom 10 more bountiful children that the enemy couldn't destroy. Couldn't destroy. Job stood still. He kept the faith and implied to God, God, I want you to turn many things around. And in fact, you did it. if you did it once, you'll do it again. Think about those things. If he did it once for you, he'll do it again. Have no doubt. In the days of the prophet Joel, um, the nation of Judah faced pestilence in the land. They weren't centipedes, but a plague of swarming locusts, canker worms and caterpillars. Follow me. This happened in a day when, excuse me, this happened in a, in a day way before pesticides and long before the Orkin man, when a massive attack of locusts swept across the southern kingdom of Judah, and the locusts devastated fig trees, barley fields, fruits of the land, and even the vineyards. They consumed the crop that dominated the countryside and critically crippled the economy, and there was a famine in the land. These insects, pestilences, were devouring everything in sight. The reason they were devouring the prophets of the land was that Judah seemed as if they were divorcing God spiritually. So God caused an epidemic, a pandemic that spread rapidly and widely. This was the condition of the land of Judah. In the days of the preacher prophet Joel, and interestingly enough, uh, this picture also resembles the condition of many people's spiritual lives. A similar phenomenon can occur in a person's heart. Furthermore, spiritual pestilence can eat away our innocence, our joy, our contentment, our faith, and our peace of mind. There are locusts in each of our lives in which uh, they were eating up our opportunities and drying up time. They gnaw at your conscience, wreck your relationships, and chew away our reputation and characters. In the text, there are four types of locusts mentioned. The chewing locusts, the swarming locusts, the crawling locusts, and the consuming locusts. Theologically, there are some uh, the Bible scholars who interpret these four insects as different insects. But there are other people who understand them as references to various stages in the growth of a locust. So the point for us is those locusts come in various types. And the same is true of the locusts in our lives that difficult circumstances come from different sources. 
ironically, at times, God himself will allow the locusts in our lives. He allows these trials and tribulations. This was the case of the locusts in Joel's day. In chapter 1, God called them my army. The trouble the nation had experienced from these locusts was a direct wake-up call from God, and God uses them to stretch and strengthen our faith. Point one, the public's dysfunction. Joel was a prophet to the southern kingdom of Judah between 835 through 796 B.C., about the same time Elisha was prophesying to the northern kingdom, Israel, in 848 B.C. Now, Joel speaks to people who had become very complacent and self-centered. They took God for granted and worshipped idols. They had become dysfunctional and insensitive to the condition of their spiritual lives. Joel warned them that sooner or later their, their sinful lifestyle would bring down the judgment of God. Yet their physical and moral senses were unresponsive, unsympathetic, unreceptive, and uncaring to the point that they seemed oblivious to their needs. Why did they need God? Up to this time, they had been experiencing great abundance agriculturally. They had plenty of grain, corn, wine, oil, and other things too numerous to name. They didn't want to for a thing. Occasionally, they would go uh, to the temple and offer the sacrifices that were required to go through outward religious motions, but, but it didn't really mean much to them because their inward lifestyle was in critical condition. Their physical man was living on top of the world. Their spirits of immorality were transferring through the world while not considering that when their lives come to an end, that their souls will be living underneath the world. Mm. <laughs> When they trespassed God, listen, these people were accustomed to re repenting in religious sackcloth and ashes as an outward sign of repentance. But Joel informs them, do not rend or tear your garments as an outward ritual only, but you've got to mean it with your heart. Don't do it unless you mean it. So to rend or tear asunder your heart meant to, it meant to, to genuinely, genuinely with all your heart so that you won't be doing all the same old sins repeatedly over and over again. God doesn't want an outward display of repentance without an inward devotion of repentance. God wants you and I to be changed from the inside out, not the outside in. Sadly, they were living they were living behind a spiritual mask, thinking that they had God whose omniscience blindfolded. But God took a snapshot of their lives and authorized Joel to expose them publicly. Uh oh, and bring them back under the oracles of repentance. But God knew that they would not adhere to the prophet. So God will send the locusts to teach them a valuable lesson of obedience from what they loved the most. Now, here's the public's devastation. Ready? Okay. I thought you were. <laughs> so Joel finally informed the people that God is indeed true to his word. 
And if God said it, he'll do it. As Joel and the priest prayed that God would show compassion upon the people, God purposely, because of the people's passionless conduct, decided to send the locust as he promised. In chapter 1, verses uh, 2 and 3, he said, that his message should be passed on from generation to generation. And then in verse 4, he describes the catastrophe of the locust plague. That which the palmer worm hath left hath the locust eaten, and that which the locust hath left the canker worm eaten, and that which the canker worm hath left hath the caterpillar eaten. Wasn't nothing left. The results of this locust plague were utterly devastating. I think somebody didn't get that. Let me get it. Let me give it to you one more time. That which the pommel worm has left, the locust ate it. And that which the locust left, the canker worm ate it. And that which the canker worm has left, the caterpillar ate it. With nothing left. God spoke about the four locusts of life. Hear me out. Locusts, for our purposes here, represent the progression of sin and how not addressing it at the beginning stages because of looking the other way, false rationalizing, justifying, or condoning causes it to manifest quickly, spiral out of control, and open the doors of destruction and devastation in our lives and for generations to come. The pommel worm represents a chewing locust, troubles that eat at us. It has been said that everyone is either entering in the midst of or just exiting a trial. And that trouble will continue to eat at us until we all give up the ghost. People's hearts often turn to God when they are in trouble. And yet, less often when things are going well. We know this. We've all experienced it. We forget, oh, God did this. We need to count our blessings not only when things are going well, but every day of the year. Some people live, uh, seem to, to live charmed lives, and trouble rarely comes their way. When it does come, they're kind of, they're kind of people who can check it off quite easily. But every human being alive needs to be aware that real trouble will come one day. There is no way that a human being living in a troubled world in troublesome times can avoid real trouble. It is very important that we are prepared when trouble comes. I once heard that trouble is like acid. It will eat a hole into anyone no matter who they are. The chewing locusts eat into your blessings until there's none there to enjoy. The chewing locust will eat into your consecration, concentration, consolation, confirmation, compensation, exploration, elevation, nomination, destiny, destination, and occupation. It will only bring you more trials and tribulations. But God will provide us with salvation. Watch God do it. The locust represents a swarming locust, troubles that surround us. When life is falling apart, God will carry you through. In the case of the swarming locusts, it means that uh, you have to keep swinging at your problems until you get it under control. Let's face the fact. Have you ever had a situation whereby you were 
outdoors, grilling, music going, children playing, and the whole family was enjoying the moment at hand. Then all of a sudden, it's time to feed the family and guests, and you call everybody over to take part. You uncover the food, and out of nowhere comes a, a swarm of flies, and you have to keep swatting at them to get the situation under control. The swarming locust represents the trouble that surrounds us. Yeah. Let's talk about the canker worm representing a crawling locust. Troubles at every step and turn. Trials and tribulations are not new to us. The very moment you entered into this world, the doctor took you well. I don't know if they're doing it this day and age, but the doctor back in the day took you up by your ankles and slapped you on your hind side. Why? I didn't ever understand that. But anyway, it was as if you were being told, welcome to this mean old world. The doctor hits you, and you haven't done anything. You're just a baby. But from that day on, people, situations, and circumstances will keep on hitting you, and you haven't done anything to deserve it. As we journey through this life, we know that there is a constant enemy against the children of God, which represents the crawling locust. Whatever the problem is, turn it over to Jesus, and he'll work it out. And watch God do it. Because he will. Now, we got the caterpillar represents the consuming locust. Remember, the caterpillar was the one who ate the, the last of everything. Troubles that overwhelm us. <laughs> These locusts also represent generational curses. That sins uh, we commit and do not acknowledge and allow God to destroy in our lives then can travel great distances through our bloodline, affecting our children, our children's children, and beyond until if and when they are finally dealt with and broken. It's up to us. Break it. This represents a consuming locus. It also means that things are spiraling out of control and we need a helping hand from heaven's headquarters to help us. Watch God do it. How do you feel when things hit your life like a destructive swarm of locusts? Scripture points out here that what one locust didn't ruin, the other types did. In the King James Version of the four types mentioned are the locust, the palmer worm, and the, um, the canker worm, and the caterpillar. These represent the destruction of different types, chewing, swarming, crawling, and consuming. It is like when things hit us. We might say, well, when one problem gets taken care of, I was hit with another one from a different direction. Now, look at how we speak things into our lives. What each one of the locust groups had left behind, the other has eaten. Problems came in from all directions and just devoured everything. But God restored what the locust destroyed and devoured. I'm just about done. What have the locusts consumed, eaten, and destroyed in your life over the years? What hurts and pains have you continued to carry over a long period of time? We all have experienced disappointments. We all have regrets. We all have made mistakes and experienced neglected opportunities. Each one of us has made wrong decisions that cannot be reversed, and perhaps there is even sin that has remained unconfessed. 
whatever the locusts have destroyed, God is able to restore. The past cannot be reversed, but in Christ, we all can have a new beginning and new purpose. Father God, I just thank you for all that you have said. I thank you, Father God, for using me as your vessel. I thank you for the ears that have been that have been inclined, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I just thank you and praise your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. You may take your phones off of mute, and if there was someone who came on the line um, late, you may um, let us know and say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, this is Carla. Great declaration. Good morning. Good morning, this is Leomia. Great declaration. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, thank you. You do the same. Thank you. Anyone else? Is there anyone who is new, um, who is maybe a first-timer, um, who's called in? Well, praise the Lord. All right. Anyone have anything that they want to um, add to or um, have any comments or anything in regards to um, watch God do it? And his purpose. Good morning. Good morning, Big Fish. Good morning. I'm over here cracking up. I love you. I just love your um you you you, you don't even make the the story is not I mean not the story, but the locusts don't even seem seem scary when you talk about it. It's just a fact. <laughs> and how <laughs> you know you make it relatable. Um, you know, we be so uptight about everything and just the way you break it down. I love the way the Holy Spirit gives you um, the word to give to us to make it simple gospel and understand, um, help us to understand it well. So great, 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 great declaration. I love you so much. Love you back. Thank you so much. Yes. And um, it is not, you're absolutely right. It's not meant to be scary. What it's meant to be is to um, let everyone know that, we got a worm that's going to devour everything. We got a worm that's going to take from that and, and eat what's left. And then we got one that's going to say, okay, I'm, I got this. And then the caterpillar comes and just gets the rest of it. So we have all these different things that are coming in our lives and that um, is going to be eating at it. What we un- must understand that is God has you. He's got you. And you have to trust and believe in his word and so that he may be able to do what he said he was going to do. He gives us promises. And, you know, sometimes we sit back and we, we don't, you know, take heed. So this message was to say, okay, there's one that's going to devour. There's one that's going to just take. There's one that's just going to eat. And then there's one that's going to finish it up. Cut out. Thank you, my sister. Anyone else? Hey, good morning. Baby, I love good you. Morning. I'm like Shell. I love you and your plan. Um, thank just thank God for beautiful ladies that I can look to as an example. Um, you thank said you. so much and y'all know my purpose <laughs> with these babies that I love to life. Y'all pray for me. I'm losing twenty one of them. They they graduating and going on to kindergarten, so 
Um, mm-hmm. I'll be, yeah, I've been with a few of them since they were 18 months. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a process, but I understand God's purpose for me here. When you were talking, though, sis, I thought about the canker worm, and I, I'm, I'm using my, my brother, Ricky, who passed away in December, because y'all know our story. I'm the youngest of eight, supposedly, and I didn't meet Ricky until I was 25. So I was thinking about how God gave us 30 years, right? To, to know mm-hmm. to get to know each other and have a sibling relationship, but what I think I'm sad about sometimes is I think about all the years prior to that, if that makes sense. But even in his mm-hmm. passing, right, um, the the relationships that I have now gotten with my niece and nephew, his children that I got, you know, a bond. It's like, okay, devil, I see what you did, you know, because when I think about my dad and how a lot is, and I met, I've met, I've been meeting people here lately that got a similar story. They're meeting siblings later in life because think about it: when these airmen and the military men back in the sixties, they were just doing what they was doing. But I'm just glad mm-hmm. the restoration process is that I just met a a young man who, and they live, this is the thing: growing up in the Bay Area, there are three of them. They have the, the same dad different moms and they are all the same age and they've grown up together and they just found each other so i'm just saying and it's beautiful and i was able to sit with them and watch how excited they were and i'm like lord i thank you even though i only have my brother thank you jesus for 25 of my 55 years i'm grateful for that if that makes any sense so i'm putting relationships Mm -hmm. on that because we don't know we don't know what god why why things happen the way that they do I love you. Thank you yeah. for that. I love you too. Wow, that was incredible. Three brothers he made. Wow, that's incredible. That gave me a goosebumps. Ooh. All right. Anyone else? Thank you, my sister. All right. Okay, that was a pondering word, I guess. <laughs> so, if there is nothing else, we want to, um, I want you to make sure that you understand what each worm represented. And as um, you go out throughout your day, it's uh, knowing that those swarming locusts, there's troubles that surround us. There is the the canker worm, the palmer worm, which represents the chewing locust troubles that eat at us. Go through your day and thank God for showing you those different purposes, those different avenues, and how um, people who may not believe like you do are... Um, are are your are our experiences and what we go through. I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, for all that you have done, all that you have said. I pray that everyone's day goes well in the name of Jesus. I pray that everyone's families are healthy, those that are sick, those that are shut in. I pray in the name of Jesus that you comfort them, you care for them, you surround your angels with them, and I thank you in the name of Jesus for answering all prayers. Thank you. Amen and amen. 
You all have a wonderful day. If there's nothing else, um, I love you, love you, love you. God bless you, Rabbi. Bye, everyone. Welcome to the ring. Blessings everyone. Blessings, God bless you. Great, 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 great. Thank you. Thank God.